So we're going to talk about Reyna right away? No, not right away. Who? Are we live? Yeah, it's on. That's the what do. We're on? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's go, baby. Life is sacker. We are back. Finally we're back. Finally. After a very long hiatus, we have finally got back together to do another episode of the Life is Sacker podcast with your host, me, <laughs> Baby Cicerelli, this guy Mancuso, Hello. and that guy over there, Uncle Reno. Hey, thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, and after a long hiatus, we got a lot to talk about. You think so? A lot to talk about. Well, as you guys know, we boycotted the World Cup. Yeah. Due to Italy's exclusion. Yeah, let's say a couple of us were still a little bitter. Yeah, just a little. That Italy wasn't in the World Cup for the second time running. Yeah. yeah, and as we've discussed, they did the right thing by boycotting the World Cup because of all the human rights violations yeah, okay. in Qatar. Yeah, sure, they boycotted. It's the only country with character. Yeah, you're so stupid. But having said that, I gotta be honest with you. This was... One of the greatest World Cups that I've ever seen. No, no. This was the best World Cup of all time. Yeah. It was a pretty good... Uh, yeah, you're right. All 32 teams came to play, yeah. came to win, yeah. and played incredible soccer. There's no argument from me, pal. And the final? Oh, my God. The final was crazy. Uh, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves, Uncle Reno. Yeah. What do you mean? You want to break every game down one by one now? No, I'm not saying break every game down one by one, <laughs> but... You don't want to talk about the finale at the beginning of the goddamn podcast. Yeah, okay. I mean, this is professional broadcasting 101 here. Come on. Yeah, a professional. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Maybe I hold myself to a higher level than you guys. Okay. But I like to do things the right way. Yeah, the right way. That's why we didn't do the podcast for six months, because you like to do things the right way. <laughs> you know what, man, Kuso? You got a lot of nerve, pal. Let me tell you something. What? You got a lot of nerve. How many times did I call you to do this podcast and you said, I don't have time, I don't have time? Oh, Is right, if man. you're a professional, be a professional. I'll leave right now. I will leave right now. Come on, man. <laughs> you're going to leave now? We just started the fucking show, man. Yeah, that's right. Okay, come on, stop this bullshit. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. Come on. Fine. But that was strike one. Okay. <laughs> the professional. Oh, strike two. Okay, come on, let's do this show. <laughs> Is this baseball or soccer, man? Let's start with Qatar. Fine. The hosts of the World Cup. Yeah, there you go. Kakats. There's not much to say about Qatar on the field because they provided a shit performance. They were probably the worst team in the World Cup, but it was kind of expected, no? And the field, Qatar was complete trash. Yeah. Which, like you said, they was expected. But everything else about Qatar, the venues, the atmosphere, they provided an incredible environment yes. for the World Cup, bottom line. It was incredible. <laughs> because of slavery. <laughs> yeah, as we discussed on previous podcasts, they produced this World Cup off the backs of slaves. And that's wrong. You think so? But maybe the ends justify the means, I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man, cool, so come on. Don't joke like that. But in all seriousness... It was a fantastic World Cup. Yeah, so Dubai did a great job. And they killed that reporter. Yeah. Oh my God. Allegedly. Allegedly. Nobody knows if they killed him or if he just died of natural causes. Yeah, okay. Who, uh, Grant Wall? Yeah. Yeah, the guy is 47 years old. He walks into the World Cup. 
with the stupid shirt on. Yeah, he wore a rainbow flag shirt. LGBT. Well, is he gay or why the hell did he wear that shirt? No, his brother is gay, so he did it for his brother. He did what for his brother? He wore the rainbow shirt to pay respect to his brother who is gay because in Qatar you're not allowed to wear the rainbow. So he went to a foreign country that has their own rules and said, I'm American. And I could do what I went. Typical American, man. He thought he was doing the right thing. You don't go to a foreign country and impose your ideals onto them. You're right, man. Who the hell is this guy? Yeah, but they killed the guy. Yeah, well, I mean, for wearing a shirt. Well, they told him not to wear the shirt. Yeah. They made it pretty clear before the event that they weren't going to tolerate it. Yeah. So, who's to blame here? Yeah, but they killed the guy. Yeah, probably. Probably. We don't know for sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, next time, don't do that. For him, there is no next time. Exactly. I'm not saying I'm glad the guy got killed, all right? I'm just saying, when someone tells you you're going to go to prison or get killed if you wear something in their country, then don't wear it. Yeah, a lesson learned, man. Ma, hopefully it comes out that they didn't kill him and it was just a yeah. natural causes. <laughs> yeah. Natural causes, just a coincidence, that's all. I don't think so. Okay, next topic, next topic. And we're going to talk about the Berhalter Reina situation in a second, but... Yeah. Who? All right, uh, I got hot takes. Who's an unusual player that was uh, the man of the tournament? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, that's why I wrote it. Uh, hmm. I would say Messi was the best player. Yeah, no shit. No, not Messi. I'm talking about someone unexpected. Everybody's saying Messi and Mbappe. Oh. They were obviously the best players. I'm saying somebody besides those guys. Let me think about this for a second. Who, who would you pick? Me? Well, because I'm American, I would pick Tyler Adams. I think he was the best player in the World Cup. Hmm. Aside from the big boys. Oh, that American kids? Yeah, the center mid for I USA. Was good. He was for sure the MVP for the American team. Yeah. It's no question. For me, he was the best. I mean, I kept on turning to my kids and saying, why can't you be like this freaking guy? Yeah. You know? Yeah, he was good. I like Musiala. Who? Who? The kid from Germany. Germany? They got knocked out in the first round. Yeah, you said hot takes. That don't make no For sense. For me, that kid was uh, was unbelievable. This is the dumbest take I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah? You're an idiot. Why don't you rewatch those games that Germany play <laughs> and let me know what you think about Musiala? Yeah, I probably won't, though. Kid is 19 years old. He played unbelievable. Musiala. Yeah, Musiala. All right, who's your take, Uncle Reno? Ah. Uh, I would say Verratti. Yeah, Verratti. He didn't even play in the World Cup, Uncle Reno. Well, that's my hot cake. Hot cake? No, hot take. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I said. Hot cake. Take. Yeah, you say the way you say, and I say the way I say. <laughs> you know what? Verratti's actually a better pick than Musiala. So. Yeah, okay. Who was the best underdog team? Yeah, that's a good question. For me, it was Argentina. Argentina was not an underdog. What do you mean, stupid ass? They lost to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Hey, Saudi Arabia was uh, the underdog. Yeah. How were they the underdog? They beat Argentina. No, Morocco was the underdog performance of the year. Yes. No question. What? What? They beat Belgium, Canada, Spain, Portugal. Yeah. And that's underdog? Yeah, they weren't supposed to win any of those games. That makes them the underdogs. Yeah. You guys make no sense, man. I don't think he understands the concept of underdog. <laughs> the underdog is supposed to lose. Yeah. Hey, right. Those guys win every game. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Whatever, Uncle Reno. I thought Belgium was the biggest flop in the tournament. Lukaku. Biggest flap? Yeah, Belgium, Germany, yeah. Mexico did crap. The biggest flap was Italy. 
Well, they didn't even make it the freaking tournament. I can't argue with them there. Yeah, you're right. Oh, can we talk about the final now or what? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Is it professional? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fine. Let's talk about the final. What did you think about it, Uncle Reno? It was pretty good. Oh. Huh. Thank you. What? You've been waiting to talk about the final and you said it was good? Why? Was it bad? No, it wasn't bad. It was the best final of all time. Yeah, that's why I said it was good. <laughs> Honestly, it was the best final I've ever seen. Usually the finals are played like a chess match, very closed. The players don't yeah. want to make too many mistakes. Exactly. It's very defensive. This was totally different. From the start, Argentina took the game by the balls and said, we're going to attack, we're going to score, yeah. and we're going to win. Uh-huh. And that was beautiful. They were on a mission from the beginning. And how Di Maria... Wow. Who was an absolute shell of a soccer player in the preliminary games coming up to that final. Yeah, he was having a terrible tournament before the final. Must have taken a pound of cocaine before the game started. I don't think he was on cocaine, man. I think I saw some of the white chalk on his nose. <laughs> that's what I would have done. All right, I'm 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 not trying to speculate, but that's, that's what I saw, okay? I think they do the test. He was unplayable for the first 20 minutes of the game. For sure that guy was on cocaine. That whole team was on cocaine. Yeah, and actually, before we get into the, to the game itself, let's address something here. Okay, here we go. Real quick, because, yeah, I'm happy for Messi, all right? I'm glad Messi got his World Cup. Yes. I was rooting for them in the final. Very happy for him. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. But I was only rooting for them because of Messi. Because the rest of the team is a bunch of gangbangers. MS-13. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. MS-13. The rest of the team was antipatico. I agree with you. They weren't antipatico. They were gangbangers. Yeah, they were. Straight up vatos locos. Yeah. Okay. It's a typical Argentina team. It just so happened that they had the greatest player of all time playing for them. Yes. But the rest of the team, I'm sorry, is MS-13. Messi's not even Argentinian. He's a 75% Italian. Yeah, well, Uncle Rino, he played for Argentina. He's Argentinian, Uncle Rino. At the club, they say he's Italian. Uh, at the club. Yeah, at the club. What? The game against Holland, yeah, the, the way the Argentinians acted in that game, that was embarrassing. Yeah, bunch of gangbangers. <laughs> Argentinians, they're all garbage people. Oh. All of them. That's not true. They're not all garbage people, Uncle Reno. Okay. But there was a high number of garbage people on that team. That's true. You see the goalie, what he did in front of the whole world, he put the trophy on his crotch like that? Yeah. That's garbage. That was not right what he did. They are very, very bad people. Yeah, they're MS-13, but Messi, he deserved it. Come on. He's Italian, Messi. Okay. And with all due respect... Argentina, as a team, deserved to win the World Cup this year. No question. They had the most heart, the most passion, yeah. and they had the greatest player of all time. France looked completely flat oh, yeah. the entire game. To me, the game looked like it was over after 20 minutes. It was over. And then towards the dwindling minutes of the second half, boom, France came back to life like a phoenix. Mbappe. Mbappe, wow, what a player. And again, I got to give Argentina credit. Any other team would have buckled. Mm-hmm. Under that kind of pressure. France had them on the ropes. But Argentina kept grinding away. They never stepped. And then when Messi scored in overtime, <laughs> again, everybody thought it was over. But France came back again. Yeah, they refused to go down. Until penalty kicks. And then Argentina finally killed them. Best ending of the World Cup I've ever seen. And truly, the best team won. For sure. I think Brazil was the best team. Hey, on paper, maybe. But they lost to Croatia. And those Croatians are good, eh? Uh, sure. And then Modric over there? They look at Modric? 
I think he's Italian too. He's not. Modric is not Italian, Uncle His Lino. first name is Luca. Yeah, that's a Croatian name too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Croatians call their kids Luca. He's not Italian. Now you're going to say Mbappe is Italian. Yeah, he's a Sicilian, I think. Yeah, see? Uncle Reno, not all the best players are Italian. Yeah, I think you're wrong, man. And, uh, <laughs> man, okay, stand. Uh, Messi got the player of the tournament. Obviously. Well deserved. But, hey, what a sad ending for CR7. Yeah, his World Cup did not go according to plan. I think a lot of people were hoping for that dream final. Yeah, sure. With Portugal and Argentina. Messi versus Ronaldo one last time. Personally, I would have loved to see that final. Me too. But it didn't happen. Cristiano is finished. He's going to be Muslim now. No, he's not. He's not going to be a Muslim. He's going to play in a Muslim country. Yeah. He's playing in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, he might as well retire. He's going to make $200 million a year over there. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, to them it's nothing. Those Arabs got money coming out of their ass. What do they care? $200 million? $200 million, yeah. <laughs> I was feeling sorry for the guy. <laughs> and now he's going to be making $200 million. Yeah. You should still feel sorry for him because he wanted to go down as the greatest player of all time. And unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Who gives a shit? He's going to make $200,000? He gives a shit. $200 million. What does he care about money? He's worth a billion dollars anyway. So you think that cements Messi is the greatest of all time? I think so. Messi yeah. the best, man. No? Don't you think so? Of course he is. Well, Pelé, God rest his soul, recently passed away. Yeah. He was also considered the greatest of all time. He was the greatest of all time. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Messi, Pelé, and Maradona were the greatest of all time. Ah. Period. All three of them? Yeah, all three of them. <laughs> you can't compare the three. They're totally different genres, totally different stories, yeah. totally different statistics. You can't compare. So, And there's no reason to compare. So, for me, all three of them were the best. Yeah, Maradona's got the best story. Yeah, Maradona's probably got the best story. Pelé's got three World Cups. Three World Cups. And Messi is Messi. Yeah, and Messi's Messi. You're right. And you know what? I feel bad for Ronaldo because he's always going to be compared with Messi. But at the end of the day, he'll be considered the greatest nemesis of all time. <laughs> How's that? Eh, it's not bad. It's not bad. And what about Mbappe? Is he ever going to reach those three? What? Is he ever going to reach Messi, Pele, and Maradona? <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here. Man. Oh, I was just asking the question. I don't think he's going to reach them either. Not a chance in hell, dude. No not a chance way. in hell. Well, now I think we should talk about... Uh, yeah, it's time. It's time to talk about it. What are we talking about? The sticky situation between Greg Burrowter, Giovanni Reina, and the entire Reina family. Who? The coach of the U.S. national team. What happened? You didn't hear nothing about this? Let me break it down, Uncle Reno. What happened? Okay, to make a long story short, before the World Cup even started, I guess Greg Burrowter, the U.S. coach, yeah, yeah. had a conversation with Giovanni Reina... Telling them, basically, you're not going to start many games and you're not really going to get much playing time in the World Cup. So, kind of deal with it, right? Wait, that's Giorena's story. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said on his social media. It doesn't really sound right to me, but that's what Giorena says. Yeah, it doesn't sound right to me either. Because why would a coach go up to one of their best players and say, you're, you're not going to play much? Doesn't sound right. Okay. So, Giorena got pissed off and he started pouting. And basically, he stopped training properly. Supposedly. Yeah, Gio Reyna put that out on social media. He was kind of apologizing to his teammates for not trying hard in practice. Why did he say that on the social media? Uncle Reno, so much of this story doesn't make sense that... Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, a couple weeks go by, and now Burhalter's talking on social media. Yeah. And and this is big. This is big. Whatever. So, Burhalter goes, you know, was 18 years old, 
31 years ago, I was in a in a relationship with this really nice girl, and then we got into a fight at a bar, and then we went outside, and we started arguing, we were both drunk, and then I kicked her. <laughs> 31 years ago. Yeah, so he was 18 years old, and he's dating this girl, and they're at a bar, they get drunk, they go outside, and they get into an altercation, and he kicks her. It happened 31 years ago. What? That's not very nice of him. I sure. Yeah. But I understand. <laughs> no, no, we're not condoning violence. No. On women. Oh, no. No, we're not. So let me continue with the story. So it turns out, Burhalter and his girlfriend, they make up, and they end up getting married, and they have four kids, and they're happily married. So he got married with the girl that he kicked. Yeah. Yeah, they get married, they live happily ever after, basically. They have four kids, everything's fine. Wait, you don't know that. You're not over there. No, I don't know that. But the point is, they get married, they're still married now, it's 31 years later, and they got four kids. So, yeah, they did something right, right? It happened 31 years ago. Now, I know that stayed. If it happened 31 years ago, why did it bring it up now? So, the reason Burhalter came forward with this information is because he was being blackmailed by someone. Oh, okay. Yeah. And guess who it was? I don't know. Tell him, Mancuso. It was the parents of Giovanni Reina. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Claudio and Karen Reina were blackmailing the coach of the U.S. Holy national team. Shit, hey, her name is not Karen. Who? Ca- I don't know what her name is. That's not the... P- She's a Karen. So, it gets even better. Claudio Reina's wife, the one who came out with the blackmail... They was best friends with the Burhalter's wife in college. The two wives were best friends in college. And why did she do that? Because the Karen, ma'am, was pissed off at Burhalter for not playing her son. So she brought she brought up a story from 31 years ago. And the dad was in on it too. Claudio went up to Burhalter and said, I got shit on you from 30 years ago. What the fuck is going on? Man? Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. The wife went to the national team president... Ernie Stewart, and those two are friends. Claudio Reyna's wife and Ernie Stewart are friends. Yeah, they all know each other from back in the day. And she told him what happened 31 years ago. And so Ernie Stewart got nervous, so he hired an investigation on Berhalter from 31 years ago. Yeah, instead of Stewart telling this Karen to shut the hell up and it happened 31 years ago and let it go, you stupid freaking nutjob sacker, man. That's crazy, man. No. He decides to hire a private investigation. Because Stuart wanted to save his own ass. Yeah, everybody's trying to save their own asses instead of doing the right thing. You're right. And tell this freaking bitch to mind their own business. I never heard something like this before, man. This story is fascinating. So I went on social media right away. I had to see what people were talking about on this. Yeah, I did the same thing. And social media is freaking nuts. People <laughs> are nuts. No shit. It's just a place where everybody virtue signals. That's all it is. A bunch of virtue signaling. That's it. Totally. What does that mean? Everybody's trying to show you how woke they are. All the tweets. Hitting a woman is wrong. Yeah. Hitting a woman is unacceptable. Yeah, in the beginning, that's all I was reading too. Hitting a woman is wrong always. Let me address that first. All right? Let me address that comment. Hitting a woman is wrong. You ready? You ready for my answer? Here, Mancuso, you say it. Huh? Okay. Say it. Hitting a woman is wrong. Go ahead. Okay. Bobby, hitting a woman is wrong. No shit. No shit. <laughs> hitting a woman is wrong? No shit. Yeah, that's how I feel. No shit. What value are you providing by saying that? Everybody knows that hitting a woman is wrong. Well, it depends on the situation, though. No? 
No, hitting a woman is always wrong. Yeah, but it depends on the situation. <sighs> no, Uncle Reno, there's no situation that you can hit a girl. Oh, okay. The point of the, the point of this thing is, this is an incident that happened 31 years ago. The two parties resolved the situation 30 years ago, got together, got engaged, got married, had four kids. We all know eating women is wrong. Most of us know hitting a woman is wrong. But what is a woman? Uh, they said there's no such thing as women and men. Well, I don't want to get into that, Uncle Reno. I don't want to get into that right now. Yeah, let's not go there. My point about this social media thing is all these people want to talk about is hitting a woman is wrong. That's obvious, dude. Add something to the conversation. It's a cancel culture. Once you do something wrong, that's it. They crucify you. You're finished. Yeah, well, that's not how life works, pal. Huh. People make mistakes, and you can be redeemed from your mistakes. The real villains in this story are all the people with the last name, Reina. Come on. That's the point. Yeah. That's the point. The villains in this story are the Reina family. And anyone who's trying to throw Burhalter down for this... It's just virtue signaling. You should tell them the story about Claudio Reyna at the Nationals. Yeah, yeah, I will. Last year, I was at Nationals watching my son play soccer. I went to watch another game. It was like a semifinal between Austin and Miami, the two MLS clubs. Yeah. What was it, U14? No, it was U15. Oh. So I'm walking in the crowd, and guess who I see? Claudio Reyna. The father of Gio Reyna. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, it's cool. Claudio Reyna's watching the game. So I go up to my friend who's watching it too. I go, look, Claudio Reyna's over there. He says, yeah, his son's right there. His son's playing. He says, U15 and, uh, and Austin FC. So I'm like, ah, oh, all right. Gio Reyna was playing? No, Gio Reyna's younger brother. Ah, oh, okay. So game starts. After about 20 minutes, 20 minutes in, Reyna's son goes in on a challenge, and the ref calls it the other way. Kid gets up and starts yelling at the ref like a crazy person. <laughs> ref gives him a yellow. Kid turns around. Turns back around and starts yelling at him again, even louder this time. Unbelievable. Ref has no choice. Gives him a red. In the first half, you kidding me? Austin goes down to 10 men. They lose the game 2-1. to one. How often do you see a kid get a red card in the first half for yelling at the ref? Never. Ne I've never seen that before. And it was like a non-event. It happened at the midfield line. It was like a no big deal call. The kid just got up and went crazy. But he's just a stupid kid. Yeah. What are you going to do? No, no, that's not my point. I don't care about the kid. I was watching the reaction of the dad. Yeah, Claudio Reyna. The dad didn't get mad at the son at all. Huh. He just stood there, stoically, hands crossed, and didn't say a word. Okay, well, what would you do in that situation? <laughs> Here we go, man. What would I do? Let me tell you something. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> but I wouldn't just stand there like an asshole with my arms folded. Eh, yeah, so what would you do? Listen, dude, back in the day, and I saw this with my own eyes... Parents who had the guts, the balls, and above all the character to go onto the field and beat the shit out of the kids right in front of everybody. I love it. Now, I'm not saying I would do that, but to me, that seems like a more reasonable thing to do than what Claudio Reyna did that day, yeah. pal. That's a tough. I don't know what I would do in this situation. You're bullshit, dude. I've seen you. Yeah. You would have been freaking screaming at your son. You'd have probably pulled him off by yeah. the ear. I would definitely be screaming at him. No doubt about it. For sure, Just dude. to save a face. What, are you going to just stand there and let this kid embarrass your whole family? Yeah, no, I know. I, I couldn't just stand there. That's for if sure. If that wasn't my kid, I would be kicking them all over the field. Oh, I don't give a shit if they put me to jail. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, well, thank God you don't have any kids. Are you sure about that? 
that we know of. That <laughs> we know. Something of. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, for me, this Burhalter Reina story is a microcosm of American soccer. A hundred percent, dude. Your kid didn't get enough playing time, so you're going to blackmail the coach. This come on. This is shit you hear about in high school, dude. And it's happening at the highest levels. And for me, the way the U.S. national team handled it, it's yeah. embarrassing. And Claudio Reyna, dude, tell your wife to shut the hell up. You guys are friends, and you're going to do that to your friend? And what are you teaching your kid? Yeah. Don't worry, mom is going to take care of it. Instead of working harder at practice, the kid stops practicing and has his mom and dad take care of the situation. That's youth sports in America, right there. It's a shame. It's a complete shame. That's true. Because now, for me, I have no respect for the kid anymore, ever again. It's, it's going to be very difficult, let's say that, for me to have any respect for him. Yeah. Everybody can be redeemed, all right? But it's going to be difficult. They really messed up the kid. And now, for me, Burhalter is got to go. You cannot keep him now. No, nah, it's too much. The players, the fans, they're not going to respect him anymore. He's done. And it's sad, you know? A- and he had a good World Cup for me. He was fine. I think the U.S. played very well. Yeah, but he's done. And you should not eat women. Yes. Yeah, and that's one thing you learned today, Uncle Reno. You should not ever hit a woman. Remember that. Never. 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 Even though there's no such thing as a woman. Correct. Yeah. I'm too old for this shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's always going to be times when the coach doesn't like you or he doesn't think you're going to fit in the system. There's a time to prove yourself, not to quit. And not to tell your mommy to go and save you. Yeah. You know? So, at the end of the day, it's a very good lesson for kids in America. That's right. If you want to take it as a lesson. Yeah, I guess we all learned something today. Yeah. Well, well that's all the time we have for today. Yeah, this has been a great show. You see? It took a while, but... Yeah, I guess we should start doing the show more often. Yeah. I got a lot of shit to get off my chest. <laughs> that was a good time, man. Thank you guys for listening to the Life is Soccer podcast. Yeah, thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao, 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 ciao.